Hi, and welcome to the new Feminine Revolution podcast. This is a space for women who want to live with deep self-love, personal responsibility, and purpose. I am your host, Carolina Zuleta, and I'm an expert in helping women create extraordinary lives. I'm excited to have you join us. Hi, and welcome to episode 12 of the New Feminine Revolution podcast. I'm so happy to be with all of you today. Today's topic, I think it's so relevant for all of us, and it's how to confront our fears. At the beginning of each year, and usually when I start, when I start working with a new client, I do this activity in which I help them visualize what they want and set goals for the new year or for the next few months. And usually when we do that, we get very excited, but at the same time, fear shows up. And all of a sudden we are like, oh, yes, I want to leave my job and start my own business. But do, 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 all the things that scare me. Oh, yes, I want to improve my relationship. But do, 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 all the things that scare us. So when I ask them, like, what is it that scared? What, what is it that you're so scared about? Or what is it that makes us? What? So when I ask them, what is it that scare you? Usually it's fear of failure, fear of being rejected, sometimes even fear of uh, success. But if you narrow it down, the fear is to be hurt, physically or emotionally. Today, the first thing I want to do is talk about what is fear? Why does it exist? Why do we have this? Then I want to tell you a little bit about why it's so important to face our fears And third, I'm going to give you some tools on how you can face them. So what is fear? As I was telling you, fear is this natural mechanism that we all have to protect us from physical and emotional pain. And fear is very important because it's what allows us to, when there's like a burning stove, not to put our hands there because we're scared of the pain that we're going to feel if we get burned. Or it's when we're in a dark alley and we see a shadow or something moving, we run the other in the opposite direction. Fear is so important because it really helps us stay safe. The problem is that sometimes that fear is wanting us to stay very, very safe. Each of us has and operates in what I call the comfort zone. And the comfort zone is... In, in, All those things that we feel comfortable doing, all those things that we've done and practiced so many times that we just, there's no fear in doing them. Brushing our teeth, having a fun time with our friends, watching a movie, unless it's a scary movie, uh, listening to music, right? Like, those are things that we just don't even think about them. They are comfortable. All that is within our comfort zone. And I want you to imagine your comfort zone as this like big circle And you're living in it. And at the edges of this circle, there is fear. Fear is keeping the outside separated from the inside. What's uncomfortable separated from what's inside that feels comfortable. All of a sudden, when we start setting our goals and our visions for the new year, we come up with ideas of things that are outside our comfort zone. Maybe it's leaving our job. Maybe it's a relationship Maybe it's doing something physically that we have never done before, running a marathon, jumping in a cold lake, something that it's outside our comfort zone. And in that moment, whoop, the barriers around our comfort zone go up and fear starts holding us in. 
The other problem with fear is that it's not, it's protecting us from what we want in a way because it feels uncomfortable, but it also starts protecting us way before we need to, the actual protection. I learned recently, or I remembered recently by listening to a talk by a guy whose name is Jesse Itzler. Jesse Itzler is an entrepreneur, um, very successful, has done many things. Maybe some of you know him because he's the husband of Sarah Blakely, the owner of Spanx. Well, Jesse not only is a very successful entrepreneur, he, he loves endurance sports, long races, marathons, ultra marathons, triathlons, all that type of things. And some years ago, he was running a very long race, a hundred mile race. Guys, a hundred miles is more than four marathons. Insane. It's almost like 24 or more hours running nonstop. He really wanted to run this race and he prepared for it, got to the race, brought everything he needed, supplies to keep him hydrated, uh, people to support him, medical assistance if he needed, like everything he needed in order to be able to endure that very long race and make it till the end. And when he was running, he noticed this other man who was heavier than him, just running with a small backpack with a little bit of water. And he was like, this dude, how is he going to do it? Well, this man kept running, was faster than Jesse. He was like doing so well. When there were 30 miles left of the race, of 100 miles, so they've already run 70, Jesse noticed that this guy was sitting at the edge of where they were running. And he found out that what had happened was that this man, because he was so heavy because of his weight, he had uh, broken all the, his, uh, the bones in his toes. Imagine the pain of that. And he thought, oh God, this guy is done. To his surprise, this guy got out of the chair, put tape around his toes and kept running and finished the 30 miles that he had left. And that blew Jesse's mind. He was like, what does that man have inside of him that got him out of a chair and run 30 miles with broken toes? I need to know. So he Googled him and found out that this man had a very interesting story. He had been a Navy SEAL. And for those of you who don't know what the Navy SEALs are, it's one of the uh, groups of the army and it has the hardest training, physical and mental training. They're like an elite team of um, military men and women that are incredibly strong physically and mentally. And he found out that this guy was running this race because he had lost six friends in a helicopter uh, accident and he was running to raise funds to help the families of these people. So he called him and he said, I want to meet you. They met for breakfast and he said, like, I want to know what got you out of that chair. Because Jesse knew that if he could learn what that man knew about willpower, strength, that get him out of the chair, he would be a better entrepreneur, better husband, better father, better human being. So they talked. And after a while of talking, Jesse realized that he wasn't going to learn that mental strength in just that conversation. So he invited this guy who Jesse calls Seal to live with him and his family for 31 days. And Seal accepted under one condition. I'll go and live with you. But you need to do everything I ask you. And if there's one thing that you don't do, then I'll come back home and I won't help you anymore. 
So Jesse agreed, and a couple days later, Seal was living with Jesse and his family. The first thing that Seal did was take Jesse to the gym and say, show me how many pull-ups you can do. Jesse's really good at endurance and long distance, but he says he's not that strong in his upper body. So he did, I don't know, 20 pull-ups. Then Seal said, great, wait 30 seconds, do as many as you can. What? Okay, he did nine more. Great, wait 30 seconds, do as many, uh, as many as you can. Jesse went, he did three more, kicking, like really trying hard. Great do more and Jesse was like no that's all like I can't do more and he said okay so we're gonna do a hundred more and what Seal taught Jesse during those 31 days was that when your mind when our minds tell us we're done we still have 40% more to give so that day Jesse finished 100 more pull-ups one at a time but he did it And like that, throughout those 31 days, Seal gave Jesse different challenges, pushing him to his edge, pushing him to the limit of his comfort zone, which already was uncomfortable, to show him that he had a lot more to give. And that is what I learned from Jesse, and that is true for all of us. So when you're thinking about the things that you want this year, your vision, your dreams, your goals, and you notice that they're outside your comfort zone, Remember, first and foremost, that fear is naturally going to be there to protect you. And that it's going to show up when you still have 40% more to give. The second thing I want to talk about is why is it so important that we face our fears? So there's like the obvious, like when we face our fears, we get what we want, right? Like if I want to start my own business and I'm really scared, but I finally quit my job and do it. Well, I'll get what I want, right? That's that's the first reason why we face them. But there's another reason that is very important. And it's because every time we face one of our fears, we reprogram our brain to tell it that instead of being people who are stopped by fear, we are people who can face our fears. So if you imagine again this comfort zone with the barrier around it, with all your fears, every time you hit that barrier... And you're like, okay, here I am at, this is a fear I have. If you confront it, your comfort zone expands. And what felt before like foreign and scary, now it becomes part of your comfort. But if you don't face it, it's not like your comfort zone stays the same. It gets smaller. Because every time we don't face a fear, we tell ourselves that we are scared. that That fear is bigger than us. And immediately that makes our comfort zone smaller. A couple of years ago, I was on my way to have a conversation with someone I care about. And then I, it was going to be one of those conversations that is very hard. I didn't know how things were going to result. And Andrew told me, you know what, Caro? Just you're being very courageous right now. And I was courageous. Like, what do you mean? I'm so scared. And he's like, yeah, but you're still doing it. Because the only thing we need to be courageous is to feel fear. Those things that are inside our comfort zone that we do them with our eyes closed, they don't make us brave. They don't make us courageous. It's when we face the fear that we become courageous and we become brave. If we want to create extraordinary lives, we need to have courage. Every fear you have, if you face it fast, soon, 
then you expand your comfort zone and most importantly you program yourself that you are a courageous person and not a, a person that allows fear to take over with that let's jump into how what can we do to confront our fears because of course it's sometimes very hard and it's not comfortable and it's challenging and the first step like all the things i believe it starts with awareness what is the story i'm telling myself that is causing me fear go back i want to start a new business what is the fear oh i'm going to be look I, i'm going to fail i'm going to make a red ridicule I will not know the answers and people will make fun of me. I will be rejected. Or you know what? Maybe I'll be successful. And with that success comes all these other things that I don't know that I want them in my life. So the first step is that you stop and think, what do I want? And what is the fear story I'm telling me? And when you identify that, say, okay, this is the story. How can I create a better story? How can I create a, a story that is going to allow me to confront this fear versus stop me? In 2009, I was the person that said, I will never skydive because I wasn't that person. I'm not a thriller seeker. I don't even hang with people who are thriller seekers. We're more nerds and, and we like reading a book versus skydiving. But I ran into some new friends who had skydived and had loved it. And hearing their story about how awesome it felt to skydive planted that seed in my mind that was like I really want to do this I want to experience these sensations they say they experience when they jumped out of the plane my story was I'm not that type of person I'm not the person that goes and jumps out of an airplane period that's not who I am but then I started confronting it. I was like why not I was like oh because it's so scary but what is scary and for me it wasn't even like oh I'm going to die for me it was like feeling Like that emptiness that sometimes I feel in roller coasters where it's like, <gasps> that was what I was scared. And then I found out that when you skydive, you don't feel that. So slowly I started changing the story from I'm not the person who does that to, ooh, that could be something I want to experience. And five months or six months after talking with these friends, I was able to jump from, a, from an airplane and skydive and had the best time and loved it. Pay attention to your story and start changing that story to support you in achieving what you want. The second thing is don't start with the biggest fear. Don't start with the like, okay, I'm scared of jumping on an airplane. I'm going to do it tomorrow. You can do that. But sometimes like facing smaller fears builds our courage and our bravery muscle. So when the bigger fear comes, we're ready for it. The third thing is... I learned this from another coach. Her name is Mel Robinson. You can actually probably Google and she has an awesome TED talk. And she says that for a while, she really had a hard time getting out of bed consistently every morning at the same time. And that she would snooze and she didn't want to get out of bed. And one day she saw a rocket being launched and she noticed how the rocket like is like 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Boom, it's leaving. And she just started do, using that countdown to get out of bed. Her alarm clock would get off, go off and she would go, okay, here I go. Five, four, three, two, one. And she would get out of bed. And then she learned that when we count uh, down, like when we get to one, there's no more. So it's a silly trick, but it actually helps her brain like get ready and go for it. So choose, think about what you want. Notice the story, the fear you're telling. Choose something that is going to be a small fear you can confront 
and do it immediately. Maybe right when you finish uh, hearing this podcast, make that call, write that resume, do that thing that you know will take you in direction in the direction of what you want, but you're scared. And you can use that technique. Five, four, three, two, one. Boom. I'm calling this first. And the last step is you don't have to do it alone. You get to be brave and this is your journey. But surround yourself with people who are, one, going to hold your hands while you're scared. Give you words of encouragement that you can. And even if you fail and you are experiencing that pain that you were first in the f- like scared of feeling, will hold you and remind you that you're going to be okay, that everything is going to be okay. So here's what I want now. I want you to think about what is something you want in 2018 that it's outside your comfort zone. Two, notice what is the fear that is separating you from where you are to what you want. And three, choose something, some small fear to face this week in order to achieve what you want. And send me an email answering those three questions. What do you want? What's the fear that's stopping you? And what are you going to do this week to start confronting that fear? So thank you for listening and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. If you like this episode and want to receive more exclusive content and some personal updates that I only share by email, visit carolinazuleta.com and subscribe to my newsletter. Also, remember I'm on a mission to transform the lives of a million women. So if you liked today's episode, please share it with your mom, your sister, and girlfriends, or any other woman that you consider could benefit from this information. I'm sending you all my love, and stay tuned for more life lessons next week. Bye!